Hi there, I'm Bibi, the Feel Good Food Coach, and this is Feel Good with Food. You know how nowadays you kind of find so much information about what you should and should not eat, but nobody actually talks about how you go from what you eat right now to how you want to be eating? Like seriously, how do you change your habits? Well, that's what I will be talking about here on this podcast. So let's get started with this week's episode. Hi and welcome back. Welcome to this week's episode. Today I want to talk about something that is very close to my heart and something that I think we don't talk about often enough. I want to talk about how diet culture impacts mothers in terms of mental health. For some reason, I feel like there is some sort of taboo around the subject. To be honest, there is a taboo around motherhood and mental health in general. So of course, it's going to be even more acute if you pair that with diet culture. But anyway, here we are today and I really want to talk about it. So let's do just that. Let's talk about it. But first of all, a little reminder. What do we talk about when we say diet culture? We are talking about our obsession as a society with dieting, with losing weight, with thin bodies as the ideal. We're talking about the idea that a thinner body is a healthier body, a more attractive body, and frankly, the body of someone who is morally superior than someone with a bigger body. We are talking about the idea that if we can just lose weight, we'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. We are talking about encouraging restrictive eating or over-exercising and weight loss products and programs to reach your perfect body. We are talking about something that leads to eating disorders, negative body image, and mental health issues. So that's what I mean when I talk about diet culture. Now that we got that out of the way, how does any of this impact the mental health of mothers? Well, first of all, there's this whole thing about body image. I mean, let's face it, when you just had a baby, you can barely recognize your own body. And that's the most normal thing. You and your body just went through a lot. You grew a whole human being and brought it to this world. It's a lot. Now, if you add to that mix a bunch of subtle and not so subtle messages around the idea that thin is best, that healthy means thin when you are significantly heavier than you used to be less than a year ago, when your body is sacking in places where you didn't even know was possible, I'm sure you can see how that's not helpful. But let's move on. To stress and anxiety. Welcome to motherhood. The land of constant worry of your child. Is he okay? Is he cold? Is he hot? Is he hungry? Why is he not sleeping? Why is he sleeping so much? I can't even tell you the thoughts that went through my mind the first days of being a mother. Mainly because the whole thing is a bit of a blur if I'm honest. But also because I was literally constantly worried and anxious. Having a newborn to take care of is such a source of anxiety, at least it was for me. But again, add to that the pressure and expectations to conform to crazy beauty standards, to have the new mum glow. Who has it? I mean, seriously, who has it? I looked dreadful for weeks on end, and that shouldn't be a problem. It should be okay for new moms to look dreadful, 
why add to an already complicated time the unnecessary pressure of needing to look thin and pretty. But let's move on to shame and guilt. Because, of course, when you become a mom, everyone has an opinion on what you should do. How you should feed your baby, how you should dress your baby, how you should cuddle or not cuddle your baby, how you should dress, what you should eat. And when I say everyone, I mean everyone. So, of course, your mother will have an opinion because she's your mother and has an opinion on anything in your life. Your partner's mother as well, because why not? The doctor, the nurses, and anyone in the medical field knows better than you what you should do, and they let you know. But also colleagues, friends, neighbors, people in the shop. Everyone. But it's one thing to have an opinion. It's another to feel that it's absolutely okay to make someone feel guilty if they don't share your opinion. Because it's not about being nosy or out of place. Absolutely not. It's about what's best for the baby, right? As if you, as a mother, were not trying your best to do what's best for your baby. As if, at that moment, what you need is not a helping hand, but a judgy comment to make you feel even more inadequate than you already were feeling. When you are a new mom, there is one of those vulnerable moments in life where you can easily make a wrong decision, start down the wrong path that you will show terribly consequences here down the road. Typically, a lot of women at risk of developing eating disorders can be even more triggered at this vulnerable time. And that's when diet culture strikes again and hits you with the message about bouncing back. It's the idea that new moms should quickly return to their pre-baby body. As if nothing had happened. It's what we see on the cover of magazine when it talks about this celebrity or that celebrity who seems to have effortlessly got back to how they looked before they got pregnant. What they're not telling you is everything that this celebrity has done to get back to that body. How it's anything but effortless. How they have an army of people helping them behind the scene to make it look effortless. How they miss their babies when they go to the gym. How they wish they could have it easier right after giving birth rather than doing anything and everything to effortlessly back bounce back into their pre-baby body. And that sets standards and expectations that are so unrealistic for postpartum bodies. And it just adds to the already extremely heavy mental load of new moms. And just as bad, it can lead to developing very unhealthy habits like extreme dieting, if not full-on eating disorder. Just like that, that's the moment where you can think, actually, what if I went on a keto diet? Or what if I just stopped eating carbs? So now that we have said all that, discussed all the terrible effects of diet culture on mothers, what can we do? It's all well and good to go on a rant about that. Believe me, I could do this all day. But I want to leave you on a positive note and more importantly with the tools to act and fight diet culture. So for me, there's mainly two things. Well, the first thing we can do is give ourselves some understanding and compassion. Yes, you're not perfect, but you are trying your best. Take a minute to recognize that for yourself. 
take a minute to acknowledge that, that for yourself. Really take a minute. Take a deep breath in and say it with me. I am trying my best. Feeling better? Okay. Then give yourself and your body some love. Look at your body and be grateful for it. Your body grew a whole human being and carried it for nine months. How wonderful is that? Celebrate that. And when I say look at your body, I mean really look at it. Get undressed in front of a full-length mirror and look at your body and get comfortable with it. Yes, your body has changed and that's okay. Get to know that new body and learn to love it. I really believe that the core message with diet culture is the idea that something is wrong with you. Something is wrong with our bodies and the way to fix it is to make it thinner. So the best way to fight diet culture is to hold on tight to that deep love and compassion for your body. All right, that is all I'm going to get to leave you with for this week's Mamas. And I'll see you on the next episode. All right, that's it for this week. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. If you did, share it with a friend and follow, subscribe and review the podcast wherever you listen. You can also follow me on Instagram at BB in the City, link in description. Talk to you soon.